Coffee Carmen Connection is about being human. It's about you choosing to prioritize your well-being, putting the time in to strengthen your resilience to adversity, and being part of a community that holds you accountable and offers support when the going gets tough. Our podcasts bring expert insight and real-life experiences together for you to enjoy and learn what it is that makes us human and how to work with it. Good morning, Claire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Coffee Calm Connections podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you. I am really happy to be here. It's my first podcast I've done for a very long time. So um, as you can probably see from my face, I'm really happy to talk to you today. Well, I'm really excited. I think you've got an incredibly interesting story. So why don't we just start? Do you want to give us a bit of your background, who you are, what you do and how you come to be there? Yeah, so hi, my name is Claire Benson. I live in city centre of Manchester. I've had a bit of a, um, a rocky road um, with mental health um, going back to 2013 when I was diagnosed with postnatal depression when my daughter was three weeks old. So since then, my mental health has been um, pretty up and down, but really, really good things have come out of it, which is probably why we're speaking today. Absolutely. And actually, what I was struck by in our previous conversation was how much my journey mirrors yours. I'm just a few years behind uh, in that whole um, that process. So do you want to talk us through what it is you're doing now, why you're an advocate for mental health, how, what sort of things you're doing? I think it's really, really important, especially now in these COVID times where people are isolated I think I told my story to, just to help one other woman. Um, when I had postnatal depression, I was, I was really, it was a real shock. Um, I didn't want to be depressed. I had a newborn baby. I was exhausted. And um, the, the journey kind of started from there. And I've had other struggles as well. One of them is the menopause, which um, I actually thought I was going insane, uh, which is a whole other story. But sharing matters sharing really really helps and it, if, if it helps one person then I know that it's worth the pain sometimes or the emotional pain of going through my journey to help other people. I think that's really powerful and, and one of the um, we've done a podcast on menopause with um, somebody who's uh, incredible and it's really a topic that I'd like Coffee Calm Connection to to take up and, and will be part of the course modules because what you've just said there, I think, is really important. As women, we naturally share more. And I think we are, lend ourselves more to the need for a community. And that's gone uh, in so many ways. So this idea that we can bring it back and share struggles, but not just struggles, hope and practical tools and ideas, um, I think it's so powerful. So what is it that you're doing now? So... There's, there's so many things that I have in my head that I want to do. Um, the, my next project is working with um, my friend, also a BBC journalist called Simone Riley. We did an event in October 2019 when I was um, probably at the, the peak of my mental health struggles with the menopause. I don't actually know how I delivered an event. We, did, we delivered an event in Moss Side, which is quite was perceived to be quite a deprived area of Manchester. There's um, a huge um, community of people that don't talk about mental illness don't talk about anything they keep their their family matters inside their own homes um, and me and my friend decided that 
this is we need to start talking about it but in a different way and we did it through singing and poetry so my next project is doing a follow-on called raise your voice raise your voice again or raise your voice too or just doing another event and just talk just bringing people together to talk how do you do that how, how, how do, do, you, do you do you go into a room and sing like how do you get people singing with you how do you do it Okay, so the event was, um, we won some funding from the Greater Manchester Mental Health Fund. We had £500, which basically went on food, and then it was goodwill. We got the venue for practically nothing. We called on all of our friends and contacts, and we I used theatre companies that provided their equipment for free. So uh, people like 53.2 are a Manchester-based um, theatre company. They lent me all their equipment. They filmed the event for me. We had poets that were... F- we didn't pay anybody, basically. Everyone did it for free because they understood the importance of why we were doing it. And we expected nobody to turn up, and 100 women came. Wow. Can you sing? I'm not going to sing live on this podcast. <laughs> I am in a choir, which is why the, the choir is the pivotal, the singing part is the connection for me. So when I joined the choir in 2018, it was like, I don't know, like a light went off in my head and singing and music has been, it's always been part of my life, but it's led me to really greater things. That's amazing. If I had, you know how, you know, if you, you rubbed a lamp and a genie came out, one of my wishes would be to be able to sing. I just, I would, I had a friend, I've got a friend, should I say, we just haven't seen each other for a long time. Um, and we traveled together when we were younger and she had the most beautiful voice. And I'd listen to her singing in the shower and I just, I think it's um, such an, a, an incredible way to express. I mean, even me, I do sing, I sing all the time uh, in public or not, I don't care. It's just, um, you know, the, the beauty that you can hear in someone else's voice, it's uplifting. It's really uplifting. But yeah. just the act of singing for me, if I can be in my car by myself and sing really loud. In fact, I was singing Samantha Mumba on the way here <laughs> just for fun. I think it yeah. really does lift you. Why? Why does it? Well, I think for me, it's not just, it is the, I think it is the being together with people. The choir that I joined is a mental health choir. So everyone there is I have got mental health challenges themselves or they're supporting someone that has mental health challenges so there's no need to say why you're there and there's no need to talk about why you're de- what your depression is or why or your anxiety so everyone's there in one place but I don't know I just feel totally empowered when I sing I all I lose all my inhibitions um and just the release of singing just makes me feel happy and what it's those happy chemicals what do you think it is? Like, have you done some kind of self-reflection to, to know what it is about singing for you that allows your inhibitions to just drop? Because that's it's magic. Just, it, is, it is like magic. It's just, I could be, um, I mean, I have been, you know, really felt really terrible with my anxiety and I sing a song and the anxiety calms down. I don't know if it is to do with the, the breathing or you just take your brain away somewhere else and you're focusing on your breath and your song and the words. And I have a terrible memory, uh, but I can remember songs. I can't remember where my keys are, but I can remember songs. (laughs) (laughs) So I was singing last night, which is why my voice is really sore today. Um, I sang with our choir. It's the first time in two years that we've been together. Um, It was very emotional for everybody and it was just incredible. Wow. And have you woken up this morning feeling lighter because of it? 
I do look. I'm smi- I'm smiling. Um, I also have the day off work today, which is uh, probably another why reason why I'm smiling. <laughs> Just um, it's been a crazy it's been a crazy year, hasn't it? It has. And I was talking to my husband this morning. So a few things have happened to me today. I did my PT at quarter past six in the morning. Now, I've only just started PT. I usually do it two o'clock in the afternoon. And I used to be a real morning bunny. And the last two years, I, I, you know, part of anxiety, part of the mental roller coaster I live in, I've struggled to get up in the morning. So I was a bit like, oh, am I going to be able to get up? Is it a good idea? Will I be tired for the rest of the day? And as it happened, my six-year-old came in at nine minutes past two. And so I've actually been awake since then. So that was something. But the PT really sort of rejuvenated me. So for me, exercise is where I can get into um, a different mental place. And I, I came home, took the kids to school, and then I walked the dog with my husband in the nice fresh air, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking to him and I was saying, I'm starting to feel a little bit better about everything. And what I'm doing with Coffee Calm Connection has been extraordinary for me in sort of opening little ideas and areas and seeing into other people's lives and what will work for me and all of this kind of stuff. And I was talking to him about the last two years. And actually, it's the real subconscious underlying constant of COVID that I think particularly, and I might be speaking out of turn here, but I think particularly for women, we hold guilt and worry and anxiety more than men. So when I'm talking to my husband, he's quite linear with things, whereas I'm much sort of broader sort of in the way I think. So I just hold this underlying worry. And over two years, that's kind of really um, drained me, I suppose. And and I'm sure other people out there are feeling this. When we did our uh, Raise Your Voice, we had um, a lady that said it's like wearing um, a coat of, you know, you have your your job and then you have another coat as mum and then you have another coat as wife and you know daughter and auntie and you know housemaid and cook and there's only so many coats that you can wear before you know you're actually like weighed down and you can't go anywhere Um, and that's really struck with me and I think this this year particularly has been really really hard for my mental health um, as, I, as I told you before we spoke for this podcast I lost someone to suicide this year and it's really made me think about the people that I'm, I'm around who I'm with who I'm connecting with and um, and just that little text to somebody and just saying now how are you today and actually say no really how are you um, and asking people you know are they okay because like you say this year the last two years have just all those, all the anxieties just for me is still there about COVID and the uncertainty about what's going to happen. But hey, we just got to um, just get on with it, haven't we? We've, we've, I think we've all been, I've certainly become more resilient in the last two years and I'm quite a resilient person anyway. Do you know, I think the last two years has highlighted the importance of the work that you've been doing since, you know, the, the early 20 teens about getting your story out there, coming through your your journey, and, and during that time, you learn so much about yourself, don't you? And yeah, and then being yeah. able to share that and and how how incredibly interesting that is. I think it's not. I think it's not about me personally. I just think it's about sharing something that's happened to you to help others. It's not about me. I, I, 
I don't want the attention. I don't do it for the attention. I do it to help to help people. Um, and I did do when I worked for Deloitte. I did a YouTube video for International Women's Day. Um, it was a very short. I think it was about it's less than five minutes, and it went um, out globally. It went all over the world. And I got an email from a man in in America, and he said to me, "Thank you for telling your story because my daughter's got anxiety, and I've showed her your video, and she's now going to go and speak to a doctor." So that's the impact that I'm having. And like, I get shivers when, when something like that happens. I think, you know, it's worth doing all this and the, putting all the preparation into it and doing it. Yeah, that's really powerful. And actually, for anybody listening, the, um, the link to that video and several other videos will be in the show notes to this, to this podcast, particularly one about singing. Yeah, sing, I, I told you, singing is... Um, when I joined this choir, it was like I'd been asleep for a hundred years and singing has woken me up and singing made me, gave me the confidence to be able to talk about my own mental health. And, and I did a very short clip for ITV Granada um, and it kind of st- everything started from there. Then I did a, a video at work and then the more you speak about it, the more passionate you become and the public speaking part of me I find that quite uncomfortable sometimes, but with this subject and the menopause, I could talk all day. That's amazing. And I actually would love to do um, another podcast with you on, on the menopause because, like I say, that's, that's an area of my life that is coming, I think, fairly shortly. And, uh, and I have spoken through, um, through this channel to many people that have struggled with the menopause. And I'm also doing a podcast in a few months uh, on uh, endometriosis. So, you know, all of these kind of very female-specific issues. And the idea for me isn't to be um, female-specific at all, but they're so important and they affect so many people. And there's also men that are affected by menopause and by endometriosis through supporting their partner or just wanting to learn more and understand and get it. And I think it's really, really important. I think the way the world is going on, 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 on this understanding is, is brilliant. What I'm really keen to do is to make sure that the resilience and the ownership and the tools are running in tandem. Because I, I, I worry when I hear some things my children come out with that, that when, you know, from school or, or friends or whatever that this idea that your mental health owns you is very prevalent. And what I want from Coffee Calm Connection, so my sort of, you know, you mentioned your drive is to help other people. Mine is is not dissimilar, but I feel really passionate about self-help, self-ownership. This is the problem. I've got postnatal depression. I've got anxiety. I am anxious. I, you know, I, I am depressed but it's on me. And when you were talking about the coats, I love that analogy. And the way I think about it is all of those coats we're putting on, it's the way we think about it. We can, we can wear all of those coats. We just need to get thinner coats, different material. Totally. Just, and if we could really understand that you don't have to wear nine puffer jackets. Am I showing my age? Do those even exist anymore? I still um, do, yeah. Okay, <laughs> probably <good>. own one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love them. Um, so, you know, you can wear nine puffer jackets or you can wear nine silk dressing gowns. And yeah. actually, how you visualize and view and think about it is what changes the 
sort of perspective and, and how you feel and the anxiety and the overwhelm. And that's really the journey I'm going on. So I've been speaking to lots of different people about lots of different things and trying it trying what works for them and seeing what works for me and what do I come up with and what what do I connect with what do I not connect with and being quite transparent about that journey because another thing that's been really interesting for me is hearing which sometimes is at the very core the same concept but it's come at from a variety of different perspectives so you can really hear it in one that you resonate with and completely miss the point in another that you don't resonate with. And everybody's so individual. So I'm trying to find as many different perspectives. Yeah, I think to- it's really hard in the in the workplace as well. Because I think a lot of people now are... Um, companies are, tr- are trying to tick a well-being box. And it's not about, you know, doing yoga or, you know, practicing breathing. It's about giving your employees the tools now when they need them before they end up in, in crisis. When I, I, when I was um, in my job, I, I hid my postnatal depression. I didn't tell anybody about it. And that's uncomfortable for me when, it, when, it was, when I was going for it. And now, because if I'd had the tools in place when I was at work, I, I could have told people and it would have made my life a lot easier. And I probably wouldn't have had a, you know, a massive breakdown you know, 15 months after my daughter was born. Um, so I think it's equip- equipping companies and people with tools, you know, where to go to if you are feeling depressed. What can you, what self-help can you do? It could be as simple as running a bath. It could be as simple as going out for a walk, having that five minute cup of coffee to yourself and just turning off your brain for that five minutes of just being Claire or just being Sarah, just forgetting everything else. And that's the, for me, the singing is the thing that does that for me and walking. And you said something earlier, which I think was quite um, powerful. Maybe with the singing, it's that you've distracted your brain, you've pushed it in a different way, which is actually meditation, isn't it? You've, yeah, totally. It was, not I think living. My, my therapist told me when I'm having those anxious moments to sing in my head and the song that I sung, I don't even know where I got, it was the Spice Girls, Stop Right Now. Now the word stop makes my brain stop that those anxious thoughts and that's kind of where the music thing started for me and then when the when I saw the advert on tv for the choir I thought I have to go this is just the place where where I feel the most comfortable and and I've done things I'm a naturally shy person I might come across as being confident talking about mental health but I don't like being around lots of people I sang at Wembley Stadium on a pitch in front of 80,000 people I did that. And if you told me 10 years ago, that's what I'd be doing, I would have laughed at them. So I've overcome so many things just by sick from, from going to one singing lesson. That's just insane. And <laughs> you just made me think of something that I haven't thought about for years. When I was younger, if I got scared, I used to sing happy birthday to myself yeah, over and over go. and over. And I don't mean younger like five. I mean younger like 25. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, and even now, every so often, if I watch something on the TV that is cringy or I don't like it or I, whatever, I put my hands in my and sing happy birthday to myself. It's weird because that's not a conscious reaction. That's just something that, and, it, and it's singing. And I think breath has a you know, singing is like meditation because you've, you're, you're focusing your mind and you're using your breath. 
Yeah, totally, totally. And hence my voice today. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. I think it's really, really interesting. I also like the idea of singing the Spice Girls. Stop, stop right now. It's the word stop. Stop right now. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's just a funny song. I I have to say that I haven't sung that in my head for a long time. I'll just find something else. Um, At the moment, I'm singing Craig David and M&AK, Who You Are, which is, um, I just cannot stop singing that song. Do you still sing in your head or do you more just go for it out loud? I think it depends on where I am. Um, if I'm walking down the street, I will happily sing. If I'm in the office, I might hum, probably drive everyone completely mad. Um, it just depends. I must admit, I haven't. F- my anxiety has calmed in the last few months. Um, I don't know if that's through the medication that I'm on or I've changed jobs or I feel I've definitely been looking after myself a lot more in the last couple of months than I have done for the last couple of years. You know, I've been taking Epsom salt baths and I've been like going for walks and I've been saying no to things that I haven't, that I normally would do, but just because I haven't got the energy to do. That's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. And one of my happiest things that really brings me joy is when I'm walking with the dog or walking the kids to school or whatever it might be and somebody comes past me singing out the top of their voice. I love it. And I do quite a lot of running. And I often, I have my earphones in and I sing when I'm running. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm out of breath. So I do find people give you a bit of a wide berth when sometimes when I, I live in, I live on the canals in Manchester and I, um, I walk a lot. And uh, some, yeah, people do kind of go round you <laughs> or they smile. And my favorite thing is walking and saying good morning to someone or just giving someone a smile. And you, have, you get a couple of reactions. You either get the, oh my days, why is that person smiling at me? Or they smile back. Um, and it's just a nice human reaction, isn't it? It is. I, I make a conscious effort to say hello and smile at people. Um, I actually had a very funny moment the other day. I was walking back from dropping the kids off with my husband And we walked past this hedge that we always walk past and a little robin flew out and it flew back in and I love robins and I kind of leaned round the hedge and went, oh, hello, darling. And what I hadn't seen was the gentleman on the other side of the hedge packing his car up (laughs) and I still didn't see it. And I turned around and my husband said, Sarah, what are you doing? I I was saying hello to the robin. And what had actually happened was, as I'd gone, hello, darling, my husband had clocked eyes with this man and they both looked utterly horrified as to what the hell I was doing. <laughs> and I was oblivious to the whole thing. And it really made me chuckle because I thought... It's too funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the way forward. Human connection, speaking, connecting with your inner self yeah. and, and singing. I'm, I'm going to make a promise to you that I am going to sing out loud when I walk if I feel like it okay there's also something else that you can do um I can't remember his name and I'll, I'll send you an email there's a um I think his name's Mark DeLister he's um I don't know if you've seen the Dementia Choir um he is running a virtual choir session he's just amazing it's on it's tomorrow at one o'clock I think so I'll be do, I'll be doing that in my lunch in my lunch break <laughs> what, tomorrow Mark what's his name I'll um, I'll have to pull it up. I, I can't remember. I have a terrible memory for names. Um, I I will pull it up. I'm, I'm looking on Twitter right now to see if I can get his name. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, if you can send it to me, then I can make sure it goes in the show notes, and yeah, this won't totally. go live in time for that. But sh- you know, if I can oh, put, course, I'm sure yeah. he'll do more and yeah. and, and, and I'm things sure like that. He's he's pretty amazing. 
That's amazing. Claire, I've really enjoyed speaking to you this morning. And you know what I like? I like that it's different. Singing is different. It, it, this is a different conversation. It's really yeah. powerful. I'm going to make a concerted effort to try. Singing is like breathing, like breathing air for me. It's so important. Um, and I, I can't wait to go back to sing with my choir next. I'm hoping that will be in the new year. We're just waiting for kind of confirmation that we can sing, being safely and the venue and funding will, um, will provide us back in our happy place. Wonderful. I'm so happy to hear that. And I'm glad that things are, are going well for you in the last few months have been have been okay. So it's really lovely to speak to you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you today. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Your reviews, shares and followership is incredibly valuable to us. If you'd like to know more about our work through Coffee, Calm and Connection and how we can support you, please email us at hello at coffeecalmconnection.org or follow us on social media. Thank you.